Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Fred Ford, who owns a life coaching business and focuses on helping clients to reach their ideal weight through a program called Think and Grow Thin. Fantastic. Hey, Fred, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Great to be here. Can you expand a bit more on you know, where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you love to work with? Well, my business has been completely revamped uh, since 2008 when I started to become a life success consultant. And I, was, I didn't really have a, a niche per se. Um, had a lot of success with the business, had a lot of success in my other business. Uh, and in 2021, uh, I was looking to do full-time keynote speaking, coaching. Uh, and I had been dealing with uh, being overweight my entire adult life. I had been on the weight gain, weight loss roller coaster for 25 years. I had tried and, and, and failed at so many different things. And after COVID, I put on a bunch of other weight. And in uh, on March 1st, 2021, I stepped on the scale to find that I was 350 pounds. And honestly, Mark, I felt like a fraud. Here I was doing keynote speaking, motivational speaking, mm. life coaching, and I was 150 pounds overweight. I actually got hired to do a speech out in Sacramento, California, and a guy out there does what's called a speaker demo. He videotapes you doing the speech, then he interviews you backstage, and then he splices everything together and gives you a five-minute demo tape that you can send to prospective clients. And I thought, what a great idea. Yeah, I'll, I paid the money to have him do it. Two weeks later, I got the demo. And my wife and I watched it and she said, what did you think? I said, I will never send that to anyone. Look how fat I am. Um, I've had success in every other area of my life. I've had success in, in relationships and in business. I've written books. Um, I've got a college degree. I've had several businesses that I've bought and sold. And here I was 150 pounds overweight. Uh, so I sat down and uh, I, I said, I have to, I stepped back from my business and I said, I have to find a program and I went back to a book that I read in 1995, Think and Grow Rich, which has all these great success principles. And, a, and this is how you do uh, with these principles this is how you get success. And I, I use that formula uh, 10 different times to manifest 10 different goals, monetary, business, writing a book. And I said, why couldn't I use it for a health goal? So I got out my index card and I wrote out what I wanted to weigh, the date that I wanted to weigh it, which was two years two months and three days, which is coming up in about a month. And uh, in the middle of writing this, I literally dropped my pen. And I said, think and grow thin. 
I'm going to think and grow thin. Why did I never think of this before? Uh, and the reason I didn't think of it before is because the timing wasn't right. Uh, the time was right. I was 61 years old. I was about to enter full-time coaching and speaking. Uh, and now that I've I've lost 120 pounds to date on this program that I put myself through and I'm putting others yeah. through, I really feel at, at 61, I've hit my stride. I've found what exactly I want to do for the rest of my life. Uh, I'm more excited now than I've ever been with my business. And, I just want to jump in there. That's, that is the beautiful thing with this. I mean, as coaches, consultants, course creators, agency owners, all these service providers, it's it's tough. Um, we find that we we try and find the, the passion, what it is we want to do, how do you want to do it? And there's normally a trigger moment that's, that makes you realize this is it. That's, that is what I'm born to do. That is my passion. And going through the, the life coaching that you've been through, how you've helped people in various ways. Now you've, through a couple of trigger points, you found this, this is it. This is the thing. And you can now lead with authenticity. You can lead with alignment. I, I can tell you, I can tell you the moment that I really decided to shift the business. Uh, actually, my birthday was in uh, my 60th birthday was August of uh, 2019. My wife, my daughter, and myself went to Disney World in Orlando, and we went to go on to the Avatar ride, which is an indoor virtual reality 3D. Mm. And I got onto my Banshee, and they have a harness that comes in, and I was too fat, couldn't fit on the ride. And they tried and tried, and they got me off the ride, and I, 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 was, I was filled with shame, embarrassment, anger. My wife and daughter came off the ride. They didn't say anything. And uh, three years later... I had gone, now gone through the program. I had lost a bunch of weight. My daughter's at uh, Virginia Tech University. And my wife and I went down in September of 2022 for our anniversary. And we went to the animal kingdom. And my wife said, do you want to try to go on? I said, yes. And I went on the ride. And the harness fit. And fitting on the ride was more thrilling than the ride. And it's a great ride. Don't get me wrong. I came off the ride. I took three steps outside. And I fell to my knees and I cried my eyes out. I hadn't realized how much shame and embarrassment and, and that I had been carrying all those mm. years. And when I was able to get myself back to a normal state and dry my eyes, the first thing I did, I got my phone and I texted my daughter and I said, honey, I just want you to know I fit on Avatar and I will never be fat again. And I that night... We had a hurricane in Orlando and all of the parks were closed for two days, unprecedented in Disney. So I was forced into my room for two days and I wrote a business plan. I said, I want to help as many people as I can to have the feeling that I had coming off that ride on mm. Avenue. That, that was better than hitting the lottery. To, to reach your ideal weight after being obese for 25 years, there is nothing better that I could do in the coaching business than bring someone, help someone do that through the program, through the accountability, and through the example. When I have people come to me and they say, hey, look, I'm 62 and I've done everything. I say, you haven't done everything. You haven't done this. And I did it when I was 61. I don't want to hear it. You want to enter the program? You want to do the hard work? Because it's not going to be easy. And you uh, are living proof that it works. So you it can works. remove all those, those beliefs and boundaries. So let's just take this into the, from the business perspective. So once you found that clarity, once you found that, ah, oh, this is what I'm going to do and started writing your plan, 
how was it for you? What was it like to to start that business and really focus on that area? What what challenges did you come across when once you had that? Because surely having the epiphany is like now it's easy street. Now it's going to be perfect, right? Well, you know the the the, the challenge I had was who's my ideal client? And when I when I started to think about that, Mark, I'm thinking we got 10 million people who are overweight, who are who are undernourished, who are hypermedicated, uh, who who don't who are confused. That's the one common denominator I find that people they've tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed so many times. Mm-hmm. There's so much conflicting information when it comes to nutrition and working out and eating meat or not and this, that. And uh, so there's a lot of people out there who would love to have a sustainable uh, way of or a program to follow to get to and maintain their ideal weight. So when I sat down and said, who's my ideal client? I went all over the place. I couldn't, is it, is it males, females? Is it, is it working people? Is it oh, stay at home moms? Is it, you know, that was my biggest challenge. And, and uh, where do they hang out? Uh, Mm -hmm. The other challenge, believe it or not, is trying to get people into the program. You have to get them to buy into the fact that they're overweight because of their own fault, because of their own diet. And getting people to buy into that, to be uncompromisingly honest with themselves and say, yeah, you know, I'm going to take responsibility and ownership of my weight once and for all. It's very easy to point fingers at, at society and my life is so busy and uh, I'm, I'm eating on the run and uh, there's no good choices. You know, you, there's a thousand different excuses. Oh, it's so, so many you can, you can, yeah, we can justify to the hills, right? To the hills. But so, um, t- I want to just pause there and double tap on that because people listening at home, agency owners, coaches who are struggling to, to fully connect, maybe it's a lack of authenticity. Maybe it's just lack of confidence in their offer, their business. How do you help? guide prospects strangers people who are curious to understand fully the hey the problem that you have is is because of your own decisions it's because of it's your own fault how do you right. lovingly and maybe bluntly cut through that the first thing i do is try to establish um that they're confused as I was, I want to make myself a relatable coach. And, and what I, what I do is I tell a story about how I, I was confused. I, I tried and failed at diets, exercise regimen, this, that combination mm-hmm. of, I said, if, if you've had similar confusion and if you have almost given up on the hope that there might be a sustainable solution, uh, tell me your story. What, 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 what have you tried? What have you come up against? What, what is your limiting beliefs now? And that is the problem that I am solving for people is I am giving them clarity and I am lifting that confusion and I am giving them a, a program that is sustainable, not just because I think it, and I've taken a lot of success principles from a lot of different books that I've studied, but mm. I've applied it. The one thing I can give to people is I was in your shoes and now I'm down 120 pounds and I did it without pills or surgery. I did it without magic bullets. I did it through hard work. One of my, my, my eye doctor saw me after a year and he said, Whoa, you look great. He said, what did you do? 
I explained him a little bit, an abbreviated version of Think and Grow Thin. And his response to me was, wow, that's hard. And I said, yeah, but being fat was hard. <laughs> and that's It's harder the, to stay exactly where you are. It, well, the, the, we don't have a choice with life being hard. Life is hard, but we, have, we get to choose our hard. Mm. So if you want to choose to remain stumped and confused and fat, that's your choice. But there is another choice. You can choose to do the hard work. Both are hard. Being fat is hard. Doing this program is is not hard all the time, but it you know it requires some commitment and some effort and some lifestyle changes. But if you'll do those things, they're all eminently doable. And if you'll be a part of a of a group and be held accountable, you'll get the results. Both are hard, you know. But uh, we get to choose our hard, and I chose the path of of getting thin and, and fit, and here I am. Beautiful, love that. Now let's let's shift this to today. So obviously you um, have a new transition coming up because you've you've done this, and for a year you've been helping people to go through your program, have right. the results that you have gained. So you have that validation, you have that experience with this particular area. Now, we were trying offline. It's the, the new way. It's the new move for you to do this full time to take that plunge. So, um, talk to me about you know what's it like to just about to take those next steps. What? How, what, how does it feel? I, I mean, I am I'm full circle. So I did the training with Bob Proctor and Company in 2008. Uh, at the time, I had two businesses. I was working about 90 hours a week. I was doing videography and real estate appraisals. And my wife said, "You're gonna you're gonna be a life coach? Are you kidding me? When are you gonna find time?" I said, "I don't know, but it really appeals to me." Mm. And uh, then I sold the videography business. And I started doing filling that uh, those hours with life coaching, but I was kind of all over the place. I didn't have an ideal, you know, avatar client. Um, yeah. I was I was dealing with a lot of. Now I know what I want to do. I and I know there's a big need out there for people. And I mm. put out just a, a you know a couple little advertisements. And I had in 2022, I had four separate groups of people that I put, took through a year long program. And this year I've got. You know, I'm, the the whole thing is taken off through word of mouth and through mm. people getting results. And this is what I want to do. And I, I you know, um, trying to scale the business uh, is not something I'm experienced at. And I'm getting some some help from lots of different people. But yeah. uh, the 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 you know when you're when you love what you're doing, when you're passionate about what you're doing, uh, when you know you're helping people with a problem that they've had for maybe decades. That is, there's nothing more satisfying than that. Like I told you, you know, it's getting from obese to my ideal weight was like hitting the lottery. It was better than hitting the lottery. If you would give me $10 million, I said, I'll, oh, you can be 225 pounds. Give me 225. I can earn the 10 million, uh, you know, and that's what I'm helping people do. It's, it's really has, um, the passion is now driving the business and mm. the technology and all the other stuff is going to come. Yeah. Okay. So as we other ones listening at home about whoever's going to take that step into their their passion project from full-time employment or they're trying to pivot and change the business they currently got so why has it taken you so long why haven't you got that business that you know you could have right now what is it that you're that you're looking to where's your focus where's your, where's your area of challenge right now 
You know, I, I that's a great question. Um, when Thanks. I was years ago, uh, I had a great real estate appraisal job in 1992. I was a chief appraiser for Bank of the Hamptons. I would probably still be there. Great job, great salary, great benefits. Huh? And our bank got swallowed up by a bigger bank. And I was out of a job just like that. And I decided rather than go to work for, I had an offer at another bank. I decided to start my own business. And I came across mm -hmm. a quote that I've fallen back on many, many times. Uh, living at risk is jumping off the cliff and building your wings on the way down. And that's what I did. I started a business with no idea how to start a business. And I made it up and I found my way. I, I took the chance. Mm -hmm. It was one of the greatest things I did. I started the same way with, a, with my uh, uh, videography business. And mm. then I found I was I was recruited and I got a job as one of the top, the top guy real estate appraiser in for the government. So now I had a government job starting in 2004, uh, which I'll be in 20 years. Uh, and I think probably what's holding me back is knowing I will be able to do this if I jump off the cliff again. But I I have another year and a half. I think I've probably played it a little bit safe. And that's mm. probably held me back. I mean, anything that we don't do in life, we we have to own up to. And that's probably uh, my best answer is the reason I haven't exploded. And I have done very well with the business, but I'm not close to where I want to be. And I, I will be there, but I'm going to have to at some point, I'm going to have to cut bait and uh, and take the take the dive. Well, then why not now? Well, a lot of reasons. Um, I, I'm doing very well financially with the real estate appraisals. I'm putting my daughter through college, uh, and that that's a big expense. Mm. Um, I don't really have um, a great uh, understanding of uh, of how to scale this business to the level where I'd be earning what I'm earning now. Yeah. Um, I I almost think it would be financially. Uh, irresponsible, even though it would be professionally uh, exciting and uh, it, it would challenge me. And it, and I have no doubt that I, I'd, I'd be able to do it with, uh, with the material I have, the coaching ability, speaking ability. I have a book coming out called Think and Grow Thin. Uh, there's a lot of great things happening. I think it's it's probably just being a little bit close to the vest, to be honest with you. Yeah. And it's it's that comfort that holds so many people back. It's a blessing and a curse. It is so good it to is. have that that security that look, I can build, I can go through this. You have a number of uh, business tech um, knowledge challenges to overcome for yeah. you to get to that point. And you've been given the blessing of you have time, you have the resources to invest. You can build this in the best way possible. On the flip side, and here comes into the duality, oh, it's going to hold you back because you don't have that. You're, you're coasting down the hill rather than jumping, like I can build this. So. And you know all the right answers. You know what you're, what you're battling with. You understand it completely. However, you also see that that tie to the safety. So I love that you're probably going through something that you've actually helped someone else overcome through your coaching. And now you're living and breathing it at a different level, at a different place. But it's you going through it. And oh my yeah. gosh, isn't it easier to coach someone else than coach ourselves? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, very good breakdown, Mark. Uh, you listened well. And uh and everything you said just now is is 100%. Um, I have helped people, lots of people, um, with that struggle of should I, shouldn't I? And uh, I, I said, you know, they, you only have one inner voice. And if you listen to your inner voice, you'll know the answer. You won't have to be doing a, 
uh, run this by you. I have a lot of run this by you people. Can I run this by you? I want to, yeah. you know, I want to make sure I'm making the right decision. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Have a have a dialogue with your inner voice. Who's your inner voice? You, you know, it's it's your, the voice of your intuition. Mm. You know that you want to go into this business or not. You know it right now. You don't have to run this by me. Let, let and, me uh, let me just if I if I may just pause cool. you there as well. I know I said we joked offline that we might have different opposing thoughts on the same thing. Now listen to that inner voice. You know when you know, that everyone at home play along that right decision. You know what's what the right thing for you to do is. However, right. you send that one inner voice. Hell no, there is a mob inside your head. Oh yeah. my gosh, when fear starts talking to you, when doubt gets its claws in, it's like, it's a, it's a chorus. Yeah. Now, you've just eloquently described it. You can tap into that intuition and you will know when is right. However, fear is talking with you. It's in your ear saying, mm, are you sure you can do this? It's going to take a long time to get this wage. You've got to put your daughter through through university or college. Oh my gosh. So that there is fear in your head rather yeah. than the one voice of intuition. So, and or I'll always hold a caveat for this. There is no set way of doing something. Right. There's no Correct. one way. No, that's absolutely true. And uh, you know, no matter how many how-to books you, no matter how many coaches you get, you know, you have to take the material and personalize it for yourself. Mm. And then you got to, you know, uh, there's something to be said for experience, particularly, uh, you know, failures. Um, one of the quotes that I'm really uh, fond of is to use failures as stepping stones and not gravestones. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to use the failures that I've had in the past in all of my businesses and use the the, the failures I've had in trying to launch this business to learn and to elevate and to get my long-term goal, which was set five years ago, was in 2024, I'm going to hit the ground running and I'm going to have turned my annual income into a monthly income. Mm. Um, and I'm still on target to do that. Um, but there is that part of me, Mark, that wants to say, you know what? I'm not going to make it to November 2024 in my current full-time job. I want to do this. I want to go speak internationally. I want to take on clients all over the place. I want to help as many people as I can for as long as I can. Mm. Uh, because one minute doing life coaching, it gives me more satisfaction than an entire career of doing real estate appraisals. Um, there's just not a, a proven, you know, easy uh cookie cutter path it's it requires you know it requires a lot and i know what it takes to to start a business and to sustain yeah. a business you have to be married to that business you know you hey, have to- I, again allow me to pause in there you you oh fred you know too much you've seen too much so you know how hard it could be back to your client you said earlier people could come to you and say but i'm 61 i'm 62 i can't do this and you're like excuse me good sir I did it as well at that yeah. age, point proven lawyered. Yeah. You're yeah. doing it to yourself again. And I love the way that you, know, you being so vulnerable, being so open, these yeah. little nuggets are dropping out of awareness that maybe you knew, maybe you don't. Yeah. But it's, isn't it fun to piece it together? Like, oh, crumbs. Yeah. It I is. I'm saying that. It, it, it's fun to, to put it together. And, and when you're intentional, and when your goal is non-negotiable, this or something better is going to happen. Um, I find myself on a podcast with you. I walk off of this podcast a wiser person, maybe more aware of something that 
I had forgotten, maybe uh, looking for uh, a different avenue or a different uh, rabbit hole to jump down. So, uh, and, and, you know, we were talking earlier about what attracted you. I, I, I'm relying on my intuition. When mm. I speak to somebody or when I meet somebody, when someone asks me to be on a podcast, I know the second they ask me, yeah, maybe I'll get back to you. Or yes, put yeah. me on that. But I'd love to do that. And I'm doing that in all areas of my business. And, um, Fantastic. you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's challenging, but it's exciting. And there's, there's, you know, there's no guarantees. The guarantee is, you know. There it is. There's the life of the entrepreneur. There are no guarantees. It yeah. is scary and it's exciting and it's beautiful and it can be tough. But this is the entirety of the yes. That's what we, that's what we said yes to. That's what we agreed to in the terms and conditions of the entirety of the yes. Is that what you said? The entirety of the yes. I like that. I've never heard that phrase. I like that a lot. It's all these extra things that you say. When you say yes to being a business owner, you say yes to being the bookkeeper, the cleaner, the marketing, the sales. No one knows this when they first, not many people know this. It's tough. And then it's the entirety of the yes. What are you saying yes to? And by association, what are you saying no to? And to still have that confidence and belief that, yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep on going. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agreed. I, and, and drawing from experience when I started my real estate appraisal business back in 1994, um, I worked 365 days that first year. A lot of people didn't know that because I was in the office on Saturday and Sunday doing bills, doing this, mm-hmm. doing that, uh, catching up on this and then hit the ground running on Monday and Monday through Friday. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, you know, when, when somebody was, I was on a podcast uh, about a month ago and the uh, the interviewer said, hey, one thing, one thing that your clients need to do in order to think and grow thin, what would it be? And I'm thinking, uh, and the answer I gave him was, it, you only have to do one thing to think and grow thin. And that one thing is, whatever it takes. And there's only one thing you have to do as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you have to do whatever it takes. Um, you know, you have to make the sacrifices, you have to make the commitments, you have to work through the difficulties, you have to get up every time you fall down, you have to deal with the intolerable people. Mm. Uh, you have to deal with uh, people who, who stiff you and don't pay you. Uh, you have to deal with uh, rude audiences sometimes. But I mean, um, you can't allow those things to derail you or discourage you. And that's easier said than done. But I find that as I get older, um, I'm more able to do that. And there's also the nuance of that, whatever it takes, because that doesn't mean just keep plowing forward. It means right. understanding exactly what the right thing to do is. Don't Excellent. keep doing the same thing wrong, but it's getting you a step closer. Understanding what is the right thing, the wrong thing, the faux action, all the side quests. You'll you know this, as you're going to step through the tech challenges, how to build this business, how to exactly overcome those beliefs and, and doubt that you that you do have around this next iteration and this next transition. So right. find and do whatever it takes, but do it efficiently and effectively. So Excellent. Hey, Fred. Great point. Excellent. Love that. Thank you so much. And hey, thank you so much for your, for your time sharing your story um, with your My pleasure. and everything you're going through right now. It's fascinating. Thank you. I, I appreciate being on and I appreciate your, uh, your, uh, your expertise and uh, your listening and your feedback. Uh, very helpful. Um, I'm very impressed. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Uh, look, if people want to find out more about you and what you do, where can they find you? They can just uh, send me an email, fred at ourdailyfred.net. Um, I have a website for my writing, for my books, but that has nothing to do with Think and Growth. Think and Growth Thin is a relatively new program. We're building out a website. We're doing a bunch of things uh, yeah. with that program. I do have it up and running, but uh, the best way to reach me is is through uh, email, fred at ourdailyfred.net. Uh, love to hear from people and uh, see if we can uh, help them. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, keep on changing the world. I love it. Fred, thank you so, so much. Thank you, Mark. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.